Hi, my name is Jesse, and I help business leaders protect their passions. How? I'll tell you, by working with them to protect their business from today's cyber threats. So grab a coffee or whatever beverage you want and tune in for quick tips and important security news that could save your business today on Coffee and Security. Hello and welcome to Coffee and Security. A little bit late today, but Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. Today's podcast is going to be about recently discovered zero day that's taken off since last week with a high level of exploit activity. It's got a lot of the security folks up in arms and a lot of vendors figuring out what they're doing and getting things patched and mitigated quickly. And you've guessed it, I'm talking about the Log4j Apache vulnerability. So what happened? Well, at the end of last week, December 10th, um, this zero-day vulnerability was announced, uh, came to life, and given a critical 10 CVSS score by NIST based on its attributes, um, which if you're not familiar with CVSS, check it out. Basically, it's um, the higher the score, the more dangerous the vulnerability is, uh, and likely also means exploited if it hits a certain score like 10. This particular code, the log4j2 code, um, is widely used. It's, it's used by multiple vendors, multiple software manufacturers and applications throughout, such as VMware, SonicWall, Unify, Jamf, uh, Siemens, uh, Cisco, NetApp, and, and, and more. So I mean, it's, it's basically affecting anything from network appliances to server applications. It's, it's pretty widespread. and. In this particular case, NIST does attempt to keep uh, the CVE page updated with known third-party advisories, which would include like SonicWall's particular advisory, for example, or VMware or Cisco's particular advisory. So check out the link in the show notes if you're interested to read a little bit more, or if you want to check and see if your particular application is already known to, to be vulnerable and exploited. In this particular case also, the vulnerability is very easy to exploit remotely, and allows remote code execution, which is of course one of the worst types of vulnerabilities, hence the critical 10 CVSS rating. So you had lots of security folks and IT folks spending the weekend trying to understand the impact of this vulnerability on their environment, and particularly software manufacturers trying to release mitigations, workarounds, or patches so that they could avoid you know, a huge catastrophe. Microsoft also released some guidance on how to use Azure Sentinel, an endpoint protection product that they have, uh, to find vulnerable systems and de determine active exploits, which I'll post a link in the show notes as well. It's a pretty comprehensive article on how to do those things. So what do you need to do? Well, I mean, just like any vulnerability, you need to find out if you're impacted. You need to scan for the vulnerability using whatever your vulnerability scanning tools are, make sure that they're, uh, that they're able to find this vulnerability, right? Or manually scan or manually check if you're, if you're not sure um, or you don't have a vulnerability scanning tool. Huntress provides a kind of a free demonstration tool, which I've used a little bit, but I haven't used a whole lot. It seems to work well from what people are saying about it, so I'll post a link in the show notes. And obviously, once you determine if you're impacted by this, if you are impacted, you need to quickly implement the mitigation, which is the workaround, possibly, if your vendor has one. And I think there are a couple of generic sort of workarounds that you can do by reconfiguring some of the Java commands or some of the Java components. 
And then, uh, of course, once the manufacturer or the vendor has released a patch, a security patch, you need to plan for, test, and install that patch as quickly as possible. I mean, after all, today is Patch Tuesday from Microsoft Patch Tuesday, so do expect for uh, those to be coming out as well. But this needs to be part of your regular patch process. Of course, this being critical, it just needs to happen quickly. You really do not want to delay on this. Uh, you want to treat vulnerable systems as exploited and check them for suspicious content, suspicious traffic, etc. And Microsoft did also post sort of a known indicators of compromise uh, link, which I'll put in the show notes, which can help you um, with your EDR platform, with your XDR platform, searching for specific known indicators of compromise, which they're planning to keep up to date. So how do you get ahead of all these emergencies? I don't know about, if, if you're like me, you rather would be proactive than, than reactive, and you really don't want to spend the weekend uh, scanning for vulnerabilities, uh, you know, and freaking out. So in short, good IT hygiene, good cybersecurity hygiene. Okay, you want to make sure that you're keeping all your systems patched up to date and that you're monitoring for known vulnerabilities 24 seven, 365. You want to make sure that you're installing your patches quickly. Your critical patches that are exploited especially need to be prioritized. Your critical systems need to be prioritized over other systems as well. Then you need to be scanning for, checking for, monitoring for, hunting for, whatever you want to call it, these types of exploits. So you need to be searching for, you know, these types of systems that have vulnerabilities have been exploited and trying to find out if you've been impacted by that as well. And then, of course, you need to build a baseline. So you need to know what normal is, right? If you don't know what normal is, how do you know what abnormal is when it comes to, you know, your computer resource utilization, your network traffic, your type of traffic, amount of traffic, uh, you know, destinations that the traffic's going to, etc. All these things need to be scanned ahead of time and continuously before something happens so that you can recognize not normal. So anyway, this is just one example of a major particular vulnerability that came out. I felt it was worth talking about and just reiterating some of the vulnerability management best practices or good IT hygiene, good cyber hygiene, which I talk a lot about in other podcasts and I blog a lot about on, on my blog at insula.tech, I-N-S-U-L-A dot tech slash blog. And so please uh, check out there, check out the vulnerability management recommendations, the good IT cyber hygiene recommendations and uh, feel free to check the show notes for the stories here and as they unfold and as additional uh, victims are identified and additional applications are identified just one one final thought is this this particular vulnerability has already been used to distribute ransomware uh, one of the biggest uh, time clock vendors on the internet chronos with a k um, has been shut down and likely are to be down for weeks which if you're a time clock vendor it's not really a great time of the year to be down for weeks. It's going to be very bad for them. So please, please, please take this seriously. Make sure you check your systems or you, and you know whether or not you're impacted by this. And if you are impacted, take action ASAP. Take action now, especially before Christmas. Take action and make sure that your environment is protected from vulnerabilities like this one. 
since it is Patch Tuesday, I'll go ahead and mention. So uh, I'll post a link to an article for the Microsoft and sort of other various vendors for December's patching. Uh, but Microsoft did fix a number of vulnerabilities, including six zero days, two of those being actively exploited. Uh, and then there are a number of other updates from Google on, for the Android software, of course, for Apache's Log4j that we've been talking about this whole time, for Apple products, that's iOS, that's uh, iPhones, iPads, uh, Apple TVs, Apple Watches, and Mac OS. Also, the security updates for all of the Apple products essentially released in December. Uh, Cisco has released a number of uh, updates for numerous products this month, including advisories related to the Log4j vulnerability, as well as others. Um, SAP released its December 2021 security updates and VMware released an advisory about patches for the Log4j vulnerability in their products. So check out the show notes, uh, come over to our blog and click on some links if you want to follow up on today's podcast. Otherwise, thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, new shows twice a week. Follow our podcast, tell your friends, like, share, all the things if you found this helpful. Let's get the word out to the masses so small businesses can better defend themselves from cyber threats. For more information and for personalized consultation, <laughs> head over to our website at insula.tech. That's I-N-S-U-L-A dot tech. And look for the contact us link or check the show notes for a direct link.